Blog Talk Radio. Hello listeners, welcome to another broadcast of The Unexplained World, where the line between the natural and the supernatural may become nothing more than fuzzy. I'm Edward Shanahan, your host, a spiritual observer, and psychic reader. Also joining me tonight and every broadcast are our co-hosts, who are part of the inner circle of The Unexplained World and Spirit Weavers. So stay tuned, feel free to call in and enjoy. Thank you. Hello listeners, welcome to the April 8th broadcast of the Unexplained World and happy Easter to you all. My name is Ed Shanahan, a psychic reader and spirit observer. Tonight our Annette will be doing past life readings for callers. Hello Annette, are you there? I'm here, Ed. How are you this evening? I'm doing fine. Happy Easter to you. Well, thank you. Happy spring to you. <laughs> okay. Uh, and that is, she's Wiccan, pagan, so um, a little different, you know, you guys don't hear, what's, what, what do you call this holiday for you guys? Well, actually, um, at the end of March, we have um, the spring equinox, we call that Ostara. Okay. And uh, that's when we, you know, do the egg hunt and talk about the spring bunny with the kids and so forth. <laughs> okay. okay. We celebrate the uh, the turning of the wheel at that time. Okay. All right. Um, tonight, like I said, you'll be doing past life readings. It's been popular in the past. Um, would you like to explain to our listeners what you will do to give them a past life reading? Well, in a full-blown past life reading, what I do is I first give a full tarot reading, so I kind of get an idea um, of where the client is right now in their lifetime that they're experiencing it right now, and then I uh, throw the goddess or witch runes, and that then tells me of one of their past lives probably that which they need most to know about at this juncture of their life right now that might help them in, oh, over an obstacle or help them understand why they're going through something or help them figure out you know, maybe they're just having a fabulous lifetime right now and want to know where to work on their spirituality and that might give us some pointers. So, um, But tonight what we're going to do is we're just going to throw the, the runes themselves and go directly for... Um, a past life reading uh, just because of timing. You know, we only have so much time on the radio here. It's more or less a mini version, I guess you would say, of your all-out reading. Yeah. Yes, yeah, because we would spend a lot of time on the past life and and have opened, you know, communication. And, uh, but we can't really do that here, like I said, consideration of time. So we do it quickly right. to give you a, a sample. Right. And the thing is... <clears throat> If anybody wants to have a past life reading, full-fledged one, done by Annette, right now her email is, you know, there's, they're having problems with the service. So what I would suggest is email me. You can do it from the website, theunexplainedworld.com. 
Give me your phone number, whatever, and I will contact Annette to have her contact you. Oh, okay. yeah, I'll telephone, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, and that'll be the last, you know, I delete your email, and then it's between you and her, okay? So that's where we'll go with that. Um, so, plus and that'll be, you could do it live. This is a date so far in advance, um, which will be in October, the weekend before Halloween at the Halloween, uh, what? What's the name? Um, Paranormal Expo, is that right? Yeah, yeah, Chicago's first Paranormal Expo, uh, Ghost Convention, and uh, that'll be coming up. You could, There's a link to it on our website under the events section, and that'll be there. I'll be there. Deanne will be there. Uh, this is run by Ursula, and for more information, just go to our website, donexplainworld.com. Right, how do you, um, Cassie's waiting in the background, you want to warm up with her tonight? Uh, Deanne won't be with us. She's just, she's got other things <clears throat> that she's taking care of. She may drop in later. I don't know, but as of now, she's not with us. So, would you like to warm up with Kathy? That would be fine. Kathy, are you there? Of course, I'm here. Hi, honey. I How are you? I'm, I'm doing well. And yourself? Oh, good, good. Yeah, good. And what about thank you? Oh, I was just going to say, what a hard, wicked. Spring. <laughs> oh my word! You got that right. <laughs> it's freezing outside. <laughs> That's all right. My poor little guy, and he's almost three. And um, the spring bunny and uh, gardening tools, kid-sized, you know, heavy-duty gardening tools, because we're going to make a big plans for this huge garden this year. And he wants so bad to get out there and use his little shovel and everything. And oh, I keep telling him, "Sorry, honey, it's too cold." Yeah, just about. <laughs> oh, Kathy, okay. I want to tell you thank you so much, too, for um, coming on last time we were broadcast. What, it was a really good show. I really thought everybody had so much great input and awesome opinions, and you really helped add to it. Thank you. No, you're welcome. I enjoy those kinds of conversations. Yeah. It titillates the brain, always. Always. <laughs> Can you say that on radio? <laughs> <laughs> I just did. <laughs> okay, ladies, we have a bunch of callers waiting. Um, for the other people that want to give this a shot, the number is 646-915-9653. Uh, now, would you be interested in getting started? I'm ready. Okay. All right. Okay. So um, let's see. First of all, in this particular lifetime, um, we have a nice big spiral here, starting with um, the male figure is very prominent. So I'm going to say that you are a man in this particular past life. I'm not surprised. Um, okay. Um, the marriage was the most important thing to you. Um, your spouse um, was your the center of your universe. Um, I think that probably there was some um, difficulty in the home. Like there was like a lot of movement. Um, probably didn't stay in the same home all the time. Um, whether it was that you you traveled a lot with your family, um, but you didn't worry about permanent roots. You know, like there wasn't like a farm you always lived on or always had the same house in town. There was movement, a lot of travel. So home wasn't, you know, like the be-all, end-all. Um, children came a little bit later on. Um, maybe like, oh, I'm thinking like maybe you were about 28 years old when you start fathering children, okay? 
and the first was a daughter, and she was just the shining light. She, you looked at her like she was the best gift that you've ever been mm-hmm. given. Um, let's see. Negati- the negativity stone follows, and this is a beautiful spiral. <laughs> I love this one. The, the patterns are so pretty. Um, and the negativity stone is pointing at the conflict stone. And then it takes me over to where I can see that um, there's an upside So I think that maybe what I'm, what I'm finding here is that your family moves so much because of the fact that you were maybe um, an objective, oh, what do you call that, an objective observer? What do you call that when you run away from the war? What do you call oh, it? Oh, 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 um, When you're somebody who doesn't want to fight in a war because of religious beliefs or you right. don't believe in the war, so you run. Oh, I know exactly what you're trying right to tip of my tongue. A conscientious <laughs> objector. There you go. Okay. Sorry, it took me for a minute to come up with that. Um, I'm thinking that you thought that um, war or that everything kind of was wrong. Um, whether you said, oh, my particular religion is X, Y, Z, and that's why I won't go, you didn't bother explaining. You just felt it was wrong, and you didn't. You, you were not comfortable with that, and you just kept on the move. Wow. Uh, yeah, I, that's what I'm. That's what this is all pointing to, I believe. Um, let's see. And then at the very, the tail here, um, the last child is a male, and um, you were able to give a college education to that last boy. Um, I'm thinking there are like between five and six children in total. Oh, Lots good of God. kids. A lot. <laughs> a big, big family. But a family that was on the move a lot, you know. Oh. Um, and I, I'm not thinking that you ran the whole time from a conflict or a war the whole time. But maybe there was, um, oh, you know, that you were a dreamer, somebody who had a huge object, um, huge ideals and... Um, very creative and just pushed you to keep moving. You know, you might be one that would go and let's go live in the mountains this year and now let's go be on the beach for a couple of years or something like that where it's very creative, very motivated by ideals, okay? And your spouse went with you with no problem. She thought that you were just the, you had all the great ideas. So I'm thinking that since you can offer a college education to at the very end, it's to the last you probably found some settling down. Um, and, you know, <laughs> money, the money stone flew off the board. You didn't really care about money. <laughs> That's why I really feel that there was like this whole, your, um, your ideals, I don't know how to emphasize that enough, that your ideals, your creativity was more, more you were more driven by that. Like an artist, okay? Mm-hmm. Somebody who found spirituality in art and just being creative. Isn't it amazing how your past life makes your present life so opposite in so many different ways? Well, because because at this point in my life, I'm I'm more content at home, you know, and I don't like to move around a lot. As a matter of fact, I I prefer, you know, the stationary life in one place for the entire term of your life. You know what I mean? And as far as, like, taking chances in that, I didn't... I'm not one, I wasn't one to take too many chances. At this point in my life, I take some chances, but still with some hesitancy, which is really interesting. Well, what's amazing is you're drawn to somebody that's just everything, Annette, 
said your past life was. I know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, that's so funny. That's right. Uh-huh. I know. And Ed and I are so opposite of one. I mean, so, so I'm so opposite of that. So you uh-huh. married a bohemian. Perfect. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. So could you say... Oh, that's person, funny, Ed. I wasn't even thinking of that. Could you say a person that's present life may change, opposite, may be drawn to somebody that's got the characteristics of... Oh, and you know, it doesn't make perfect sense because who could she better offer her advice of past experience unconsciously than to somebody who was working on the same program as if yeah. she had already yeah. experienced and was ready to, you know, she she can be a helper spirit to you, which, oh my yeah. gosh, she is, and it makes perfect sense. And keep the other person somewhat grounded where, yeah. you know, yeah. Oh, God, I need a dozen anchors with you. <laughs> and it still isn't working, damn it. <laughs> well, thank you, Annette. That was interesting. Very interesting. Thank you, Kath. Okay, you guys. Okay. Have fun. All right. Good night. Good night. Yeah, never, uh, that, that might answer a few things, you know, Annette, uh, the drawing of the opposite, you know. Uh, well, it really, it, and you know, and that's a really good point, Ed, because it really makes sense that someone who had done that kind of a lifetime, and she, you know, knowing Kathy like we do, I mean, she, she, you know, she gets it done. Yeah, <laughs> I think she yeah. has a really good handle on life and its aspects, and you know, yeah, and personal relationships and stuff. So I can see me, I could live like, lifetimes and learning. Could, yeah, I could live like a gypsy, you know, and you've seen that with the things I've been involved in and, uh, you know, from the pro wrestling to the glamour and everything, it all involves traveling and stuff like that, you know, and also seeking one's dreams. So, um, and you can, I could see her living that gypsy lifetime and really gaining everything she could possibly gain from it mm-hmm. and possibly to look ahead and know that she was going to have to more or less, you know, work with you on your lifetime when you're living that same experience. So, And it's still, like she says, uh, <laughs> need some makers. Uh, okay, we have another And what if you were her son in that last lifetime, too? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Uh, we got another caller that was actually on the line before uh, the show okay. even started. Uh, 773- Two eight three, are you there? Seven seven three two eight three, are you there? Uh, yes. Hello. Hello. Who am I talking to? Um, my name is Sally. Sally, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Okay. You come from the Chicagoland area? Yes, I am. I saw a posting on Craigslist and thought I'd give you a call. Ah, that okay. that so works. Great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> go ahead, Annette. Okay, Shelley. Here we go. Hi, Annette. Hello. How are you? I'm okay, thanks. Happy Easter or turning of the wheel, whatever it is you call it. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Well, let me find your pattern here. This is a kind of a wild, crazy spread here. I'm going to say mm-hmm. that in the past life you were a woman. Okay. Um. Um. Uh, this is the uh, 17th century. This is when women were. I'm sorry. No. 1700. That's 18th century. Okay. Um, when I'm, I'm terrible with history, <laughs> that's where I that's where I fall in this little thing. Um, this is when women um, could start to um, uh, um, have some social status. 
okay? And the women were just starting to emerge who didn't have to have men by their sides, could live off their father's fortunes even after their passing in some instances, okay? Mm -hmm. um, especially in forward-thinking communities like, oh, the middle of Europe, like let's say in, oh, maybe Vienna, okay? Mm -hmm. um, and you... Um, Wow, you were able to move very well. Um, I, you really fought for women's rights, even though in those moments in Europe it wasn't, you know, it wasn't at the forefront of society. Mm -hmm. But you had a lot to say about what you thought that women's rights should be. Okay. Okay. Um, you you um, kicked off a few men, <laughs> <laughs> but women rallied with you. Um, the common woman, women also of your same social status. You were not one who um, worried about social, the social ladder, okay? You were not one that said, oh, you're a washerwoman, you're not equal to me, uh, and you're a princess, you are above me, okay? You looked at women as equals. Men, on the other hand, you understood, you were very smart, very intelligent, you understood that um, men had social statuses, and they really took those for value, and so you kind of played along, so to speak. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I see that you were definitely married. Um, no children in this particular lifetime. You did become married later. Oh, I'm going to say you were, everybody thought you were going to be a spinster, but then you got married. And this was someone who um, kind of, you know, was um, gentle and um, didn't take a back seat, but was quiet and kind of let you be your woman, okay? Mm -hmm. this is kind of, now, that was kind of unusual for these times, okay? Um, no big college education. Spiritu spirituality was not a big deal for you. Um, probably went to church like, you know, everybody wanted you to. Money, you were always comfortable with money. Never had a problem. I'm thinking inheritance, mm -hmm. okay? You came to the table with the money, okay? Um... And you were never confused about who you were. You were just a really strong, I want to say independent woman who really just in any way she could tried to support other women and raising their lives to, you know, trying to have them be awakened to who they could be. Hmm. Well, that's that's what I got for you right now. All right. Well, that's no. uh, that's very interesting. I, Does I, it kind of um, meet up with what your life is like today, or you know, it it, it actually does. I guess um, you know, people do look to me as kind of a, a very independent, strong-minded woman, and I do have I do not agree with social ladders or standings of that nature. Good. You know, I don't. I'm not like a a woman's liver, but I guess I'm more along, you know, like wanting equality for everybody. And I don't, I don't believe, I do know that some people believe money is uh, a key to success, but I fight that. So it's, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's a very interesting reflection of kind of who I am. That's Good. great. Yeah. Good. And I'm going to assume in this lifetime that that's not your main goal like it was before, but yeah. that you have these values that's uh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, keep, You yeah. know what, Shelly, keep doing what you're doing because this reading gives me kind of goosebumps like, wow, this is a spirit who's really on a track to help everybody, you know, to help those around her. Oh, that's very you nice. Know? 
Yeah, yeah very yeah, the focused. One, you yeah, are the very one good. You're a good helper spirit. Oh, good. Yes. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, because the interesting thing was you said that there was a an absence of spirituality, and, and this time through I'm – if anything, I'm more e- the the equality I fight for is a spiritual equality. Oh, beautiful! So, <laughs> so that's beautiful. like the one the one thing that was absent there is kind of where my my drive for equality is today. Fabulous! All right. Well, thanks. It was very fun. Thank Good. you. <laughs> okay. Good night. Take it easy, guys. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, and uh, I got an email from Andrew and or a instant message. And he's saying things are starting to act up already on his end of the, uh, on his end of the computer, I guess, listening to the show. So, uh, but he's listening. And I, matter of fact, I was Hello, on his Andrew. show. Andrew, how are you tonight? <laughs> I was on his show last night for a bit, so uh, it was very good. Okay, good. I got a question for you, Annette, Before we take our next caller, who will be area code six three zero. But the question is, what we encounter in this lifetime? Do you feel maybe a person? may be meant to experience just the opposite of a past life, especially if they're a young soul? They want to experience the opposite. For example, if in a past life they were... Let's say rich, and they're kind of a young soul. Okay, and then in this lifetime they might be... Yeah, poor. Let's say. Or right? Yeah, or right. They have to deal with the difficulties of not having money. Where in the past, like they yeah, middle class. Let's say you know today, middle class could be considered on the edge of poor. Uh, Usually, most are living check to check, compared to somebody who's wealthy who has an abundance of money. Well, let me say this: when you use the term "young soul," okay, or "new soul," I almost think this is just my opinion, but I almost think that. Opposite lifetimes close together, like one after the other, mm-hmm. rich and then poor, yeah. would almost be experienced by one that is an older soul, okay? okay? Okay. One that has gone through all the elevation levels of being poor or rich or whatever the first one was mm-hmm. before they jump, jump the gun and go the extreme opposite way. Now, I'm not saying it can't happen, Okay. That you would go from one extreme to another, but I'm kind of thinking it's an older soul who makes the jump to an extreme opposite level. Is that because they might be able to, to They might be able to handle it better. Absolutely, they have the building blocks to help them learn and evolve. Because I think you know the the, the process of evolving a soul or a spirit is yeah. very complicated and takes a great deal of time. And for for a spirit to oh, jump from, you know, a killer to a healer or something uh-huh. like that, okay, would, boy, you better have all the building blocks that you need. And I just don't think it happens, you know, from the 1700s to the 1800s. Or okay, this is going to be this gonna be off-the-wall question then okay. um, pertaining to that. If it should happen to a, you know, let's say a young or new soul where they go from one extreme to the other, yeah. Could that possibly be the type of person, and I know this is just a thrown-out question, that may find themselves so overwhelmed that they commit suicide? I'm not going to say no to that. I think that's a possibility. Yeah, yeah. I think that is a possibility. Um, not even suicide so much as um, self-destruction okay. of a different kind, where it's a terminal illness or it's... Um, 
Oh boy, it's um, uh, a baby dying at a, at a, for an unknown reason mm-hmm. um, for miscarriage. Yeah. I think there's a lot of things like that. Um, this self-dissolving mechanism can take place when a, a spirit chooses something that is out of its realm in its el- in its evolution. And it can't handle. Yeah. Well, not handle or wake up and go, oops, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think I did up more than I can chew. I better try again. Yeah, yeah. It was just so, a question. It was a yeah, question. sometimes good news for people that, you know, especially that you lose children is that that spirit was just hard on us, but just spirit wasn't ready, you yeah. know, for a lifetime that it chose. It might have been too difficult. Yeah. So, okay. you know, I, yeah, I think that can happen. I know, I went a little heavy, but... That was uh, big. (laughs) (laughs) Weren't prepared, sorry. Uh, (laughs) It was just a thought, and I figured I'd throw it out there while I had it. Well, you know, and it's thought-provoking. And if anybody, you know, who's calling in who wants to talk about that kind of thing, please feel free. I mean, we're open to discussion. We value all opinions. Yep. And the number, again, is 646-915-9653. We have a caller from the area code 630 and it's four four I believe four four six. Hello six or four six six. Hello six three zero. Are you there? Yeah, that's me. Okay, who is me? Hi, this is Christy. Um I was at the Hi. March um channel oh. and okay. I'm your MySpace friend. Yeah, how are you doing, I'm Christy? Good. How are you? Is is Deanne there too? No, Deanne didn't make it on here tonight. Oh, okay. She's uh got family obligations. Oh, okay. And uh we all have that once in a while. That's why we went oh, to a yeah. show every other week. Yeah. Um, so because I got them too. But um, yeah, would you like the not to do a pass reading for yes, you? Yes, I would. Okay. I'm sorry, I didn't catch your first name. Oh, Christy. 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 Yes. Yeah. Okay, Christy. Here we go. And you and I got touch base email, Christy, about that on one location we were talking about. Oh, right, Joliet. Yeah. No, the oh. one in uh, Willow Springs that. You may know the people. Hmm. R- remember the restaurant? No. No? Okay. Maybe this is a different Christie? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here we go, Christy. In this past life, you were definitely a woman. Okay. Without question. Um, um, there is the letter M or W here. Okay. Um. Ooh, wait, let me look at it upside down. Hang on a minute, because there's a letter here. <laughs> I'm going to say this is the letter W. Okay. The force is telling me to flip it around. Um, the letter W, um, I'm also thinking the constellation Cassiopeia. Always remember that. I don't know why I have to tell you that, but just remember that. Okay. Because um, it shows up in, like, a, a form like that, in the, sh- the shape that this thing is making. Okay. Um. It may be important somewhere later on. You might go, oh, gee, she told me that once. And it's um, Cassiopeia? Cassiopeia. Okay. Yeah, in fact, you'll probably see it in the summer sky. It looks like a big W. Oh, okay. It's, it's an easy one to see. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's see. Um, first of all, I can tell you that um, your home life um, growing up mm-hmm. was not very good. Okay. Um, all negativity points towards your young home life, okay? okay. So there was, um, if you were in this particular lifetime, 
right now, uh-huh. you would say, Annette, oh, I can't even think about it. I have to just go forward. I can never think about it. Oh, okay. okay. Um, you had, um, there was a man and a woman that you came into contact with, probably like in your teenage years. Okay. Okay. That um, made you feel more comfortable than the, you probably, I'm going to assume you ran away from this bad home life that you started out in. Okay. okay. And somehow you met up with this man and woman that really made you feel comfortable and they offered you um, um, a home where you could get proper schooling and um, not have to worry about food, shelter, that kind of thing, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't think that you considered each other, like you didn't think of them as your new parents or anything, right. but they really kind of took you under their wing. You probably worked for them. Okay. Okay. Now, um, do, you, do you get a sense of what um, period of time that was? What period of time? Um, yeah, like um, like you came from the East Coast to the West Coast, like oh, like Little House on the Prairie-ish. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I don't know. What do you think that is? The late eighteen uh, hundreds, probably like eighteen seventies. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. When was the gold rush? I suck at history. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I, I, I can't think. I'm thinking. That. Okay. I'm, here's what I'm thinking. You know, wagon trains and people coming across and yeah. moving across the prairies out to California, that kind of thing. You didn't get as far as California, but it's in that migration. Okay. okay that you're you're in that swoop. Okay. And you easily left, and you hooked up with this couple, and they offered you work, but also they, like, looked at you like, hey, we can help this girl, like, get through the hard times and move on and move forward, okay? okay. Mm-hmm. Um, now, let's see. Um, um, children came or pretty early, at 21 Somewhere between 19 and 21 years old. Oh, okay. Okay. So you had some schooling, mm-hmm. um, but it wasn't you. Um, the children weren't. You were not married. The children came illegitimately. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and you lost one in childbirth. Uh, there were two that survived. Okay. Uh-huh. And um, a boy and a girl. And. These two children turn out to be just the, the the best things that ever happened to you in your life. <laughs> you just put all your heart and soul and grow old watching these children have the perfect life that you didn't have. Oh. And you gave it to them. Now, I don't see that there was a happy marriage for you later, but uh-huh. it's just because it's not in the stones doesn't say that there wasn't one because okay. you really have this rich, 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 Midlife to elderly through death. Oh, okay. Rich and honest and, I mean, they loved you and you loved them and you just had the happiest little family. I mean, I see, you know, beautiful, like, you know, happy Christmas and a fun little house and your son works hard to help you keep it up and just just the happiest, lots of grandchildren, happy grandma. You know what I mean? Like you turn out to be just this happy, awesome person. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, happiness, happiness, happiness is what it turns out. So um, in this lifetime, I the biggest thing that you probably had to learn was overcoming a horrible childhood, okay, and having these two other helpers that got you out of that, 
uh-huh. and into the real world. And then you have a few trials and tribulations. I mean, having children out of wedlock, especially three and losing one, yeah. difficult. There may have been a time when you had to do things that you didn't want to do. Uh-huh. Okay? Yeah. But once you, like, get in, get rolling into your 20s, somehow you found a way to maintain and live an honest life and and move forward and just be happy because of your children were, you know, your two existing children were healthy and awesome and... I have a great, 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 overwhelming sense of joy for you and these two children in this past life. Do you have Do you have a, two kids now? Um, I have a son, and I'm expecting a son. Oh, oh <laughs> yay! <laughs> I have two boys myself. You're um, going to have a ball. <laughs> How old is your little boy now? He's five and a half. Uh, oh, so he'll be five and a half when his brother's born. So yeah. Oh, I bet yeah. he's so excited. He is. Oh. Good. <laughs> Thank you. Well, for I for hope you have a happy, happy life with oh. those two boys. Thank you so very much. <laughs> okay. Thank you for talking with you guys. Talk Thank to you in the future. Okay, good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was a nice one. Oh, uh, yeah. That one almost makes me want to cry. It's so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. the stars. i like to uh, mention at this point that, uh, listeners, if you'd like to hear the history of Friday the 13th, you can listen to it as we have audio Friday the 13th that Annette and I put together and it's on our website at theunexplainedworld.com you'll also find on the web page with uh, it's the web page with our videos and radio shows so just click on the link to that and there's also new uh, videos that have been added there uh, the Grand Sisters death location I went out and videotaped and also t- I take you to the uh, Chicago Miracle Child's gravesite, and give a bit of a history of that. So both of those um, videos are on the webpage, along with the history of Friday the 13th. And it is a history, and that did a fantastic job uh, describing that. And we have fun doing it, too. So remember we uh, did that, what, about two years ago, wasn't it? That? Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, about two yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah, we put that together, and forever it will be on our website, so let's uh, go over there. The basement days. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have another caller. It's from the 765 area code, and the number is 336, 765-336. Are you there? Hello. Hello? Yes, yeah, 765. This is Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Hi, how are you? Okay. How did you hear about the radio show tonight? Uh, well, I'm actually a Yahoo member of the uh, Unexplained World, and I love your website. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Okay, Annette, she's all yours. Okay, Elizabeth. Oh. Hear those runes in the background. Did you hear them spell? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, um, Elizabeth, you were uh, a man in this particular past lifetime. And... Um, Oh, let's see. Confusion over money. Um, Okay. I'm trying to get a feel for when this was. Because aren't we all confused about money anyway all the time? Um, Okay. In this particular past lifetime, you were a man, and... um, 
a man in your lifetime, most likely a grand, I'm thinking it's a grandfather, that's the feeling I'm getting, um, wanted to give you um, money and the, the family fortune, um, offer you gifts, cars. This has been pretty recently. Um, this is, wow. Um, early, early 1900s. Wow. Yeah, this has been less than 100 years ago Um, because I'm seeing cars, you know, not new cars, but um, somebody who wants to give you cars, Um, and you object. You want to, like, make your own way in the world. That makes sense. Yeah. Gosh, I... You know, this is really weird. I get Henry Ford. <laughs> and I never get names. Um, okay. Um, they want, you are like an heir to a family fortune. Something with cars. And you don't want to do that. You, I mean, you're not like turning your back on the family, but you want to do your own thing your own way. Um, you do go to college. You get a formal education. Um, and you marry for love. There's no negativity. <laughs> no and negativity is pointing at thin air here. Um, the woman that you marry is the woman that you stay with all of your life. Um, you wind up with a family. I'm sorry, at this particular time, I can't tell you how many kids there were. Um, but you find great joy and comfort in the family, and you live a long time. <laughs> um, death and transformation into the next realm. Um, you could be well into your 80s, maybe even 90s. Um, so, wow, you lived a long time. And to, wow. How old are you right now, Elizabeth? Right now I'm 37, and I'm very family-oriented oh, in this life. I'm very family-oriented, although I am divorced now. And I'm remarried, um, but I'm still very stable with the home. I'm very much a homebody. I like for my home to be cozy, and I want everyone in my family to be happy and my family to be close, that sort of thing. So she came kind of back shortly after she died. Oh, that's that's why I ask her her age, because she's about my age, and I'm thinking, you know, uh, (laughs) this just happened, you know. (laughs) Normally I find a little bit bigger gap, I think. Um, I still couldn't picture my so people could be man. visiting her gravesite from a past life right now. Oh, absolutely. I really wow. think wow. that again? again, Elizabeth? Visiting? Oh, no, he's saying somebody could, you know, a family relative of your past life could be still visiting your grave of this particular past life. Well, it's really it's been so recently. Family, we have a lot of um, like my two of my children. I have three children, but the two youngest ones look exactly like me. And my mom, there's a picture of my mom uh, when she was younger, and she looks exactly like me. And we have a lot of this in our family. So, oh, okay. So just so close, like you're living the lifetimes on top of each other, almost or something. Oh, boy. So much alike. We look so much alike. And the like you could be your grandmother or yeah. et cetera. Yes. Wow. But I know, no, don't know any history of any cars or anyone. I can check <clears throat> into that, though. 
do that. Or somebody had something to do. Okay, there was a family fortune. This is this is the hugest part of this whole reading is that there was this family fortune where they wanted to give you, you know, they wanted to pass this on to you. And you just said, you know, thanks, but no thanks. I want to do it my way. I want to make I want to my, do my way. Own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like they were doing cars and you wanted to do airplanes or you wanted to do. You want to build a Titanic. I don't know. I'm making that up. But something where you... I'm not big on material things either. It's not that I I know that we need money to survive and I do want to live comfortably, but I believe that in this material world that we live in, there's a lot of people that would not be happy if all that was taken away. They wouldn't know how to survive. And I I believe that I could be happy still with all that stuff. Well, good. (laughs) And you know what? And maybe you learned that. What I needed to know in order to do that, you know, you have to have knowledge in order to do that, but it can be done. You probably Um, learned that from this particular lifetime. Saying no to it to force yourself to get on with it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. From this particular past lifetime. Very interesting. I love this stuff. (laughs) Thank (laughs) you for calling. What are you calling? Elizabeth, good luck to you. What, well, what area you are you calling from? I'm calling from central Indiana. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. All right. That'll give you a pretty good idea. All right. Yeah, thank you for giving us call. Mm-hmm. All right. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, that was kind of close, those, uh, that life and this life. Wow. Makes you wonder, you know, isn't it? Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. Okay. Well, we got. Sometimes it's baby steps and sometimes it's, you know. Yeah. We got another caller. Uh, we got about maybe 19 minutes left, so we're going to try to get through a couple more. Uh, this other caller is from 815, area code. Let's see if we get him on. 815, are you there? Yes, I am. Who are we talking to? Shauna. Shauna. How are you doing, Shauna? How did you hear about the show tonight? From my husband's site, the site Paranormal. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, you're Rob's wife, right? Yes, I am. Ah, good. How are you doing today? How's Rob doing? Pretty good. He's tired, but he's doing okay. Did you guys have a good Easter? Oh, yeah. We took, the kids, we took the kids away for the weekend, so we're wow. all just thankful tired. to be back home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and that's all your... All right, Shauna, here we go. Okay, a woman in this particular lifetime... This is a big arrow, this shape. Um, just saying the forward movement. Um, this lifetime was hugely transcendental. Um, this was like probably the last one that you needed to complete in what you were working on. And let's figure out what that was. Um, Okay, the base of the arrow talks about um, large sums of money were given to the church. Um, and uh, the, um, the marriage that you had um, was conflicted because of that. Why would that be the woman's fault? I didn't know. Um, hang in there, Shauna. <laughs> um, 
a lot of stuff going on, it sounds like. Yeah, um, I think that um, originally, um, as a young woman, you, um, uh, what do you call it, you went to the convent? Okay, okay. or in, just in some kind of a, a, a woman's spiritual training, divine training, okay? okay, and didn't, even though you felt comfortable in it, you decided not to go in that direction, okay? So um, I think, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, if anybody knows different than this, that a lot of times a father who would send his daughter to the convent would donate money to the church, like okay. in, as a donation, but as in her care, Okay, mm-hmm. so I think that the it wasn't your husband that was upset that you left the um, the religious order that you whatever that was whatever religion I'm sorry I don't, I, I can't say that um, mm-hmm. but your father who had donated money to the church to kind of sustain you in your religious vows um, when you left that I think that maybe he no longer. Um, would uh, recognize you as a family member. Very mm-hmm. difficult, but it's a choice you made. Um, I think that's where the conflict comes from uh, when you decided to marry. Okay. Yeah. I don't think that it was a result of leaving that you married. Like, it wasn't like, oh, I fell in love with the gardener and I ran away. It's not that. It's, you know, you decided that the order wasn't for you. You left. You, you found a life. It was outside this, you know, outside your father and your family mm-hmm. or grandfather, maybe, Somebody big, some um, a big male figure in your family, okay, and then and then eventually you married, etc. Okay, mm-hmm. um, there were children. Um, I think you may have lost a couple of children, but one definitely survives. Um, this is a long time ago. This is yikes, 1600s. Oh wow, a long time ago, <laughs> a long long time. Um, and you really focused on the fact that you were given this gift by God, this child, and um, this this child wound up being, um, oh, you know, the sun, the moon, and the stars to you. Um, mm-hmm. A very comfortable life. Um, but I really think that this was a, such a trans, that this really, this particular lifetime, when it did end, because the transition is at the the tip of this arrow, okay? So it was like the last lifetime you had to live, I probably uh, that um, had to do with um, uh, being really embedded in dogma and religious persecutions and walls and barriers of that kind of a system. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and even though it was so very long ago, I think from that point forward, whatever your next lifetime was, if it's not this one, I'm sure there are probably others in between, but um, really just had you being a more open thinker outside of a religious school of thought. Does any of that make sense? Yeah, actually. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so that was like the last time you entertained the idea of being in a religious System. How about that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and while you're probably, um, probably all lifetimes have been agnostic, you know, you believe that there's something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just probably haven't, <laughs> you know, you're not, uh, 
taking communion and uh, kneeling in the right places and that kind of thing, <laughs> if you follow me. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So that was probably the last time when you said, you know, you you were in that direction. So since then, with the death of that lifetime, you have just been a, a full-moving spiritual thinker. And I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> I know a little bit about. Complicated one. I know a little bit about her. It really is. Yeah. And uh, I think you pretty much hit it on the head in that. Wouldn't you say, Shauna? Very much so. Yeah. 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 That is ironic. You know, just from what have you known from me, from through Rob and through Uh the others, and it's like, yeah, that. Yeah, you hit it on that. Yeah. Okay, thank you, Shauna. We got uh, thank you, Ed. we got a line of calls that you know, so and we only got about ten minutes. <laughs> so thank okay. you for calling. Right. Thank you, Good Shauna. Night. Right. Time goes by, don't it, Annette? Wow. I know, and I think I'm trying to keep them short, but yeah. Oh, you are. That's only you five. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, let's see if we got one or two more in. Um, okay. If it's okay with you, kid. Yeah, I'm, I'm on a roll. Okay. Area code two six two. Let's see if I can get you on two six two two four eight. Are you there? I'm here. Okay. Who am I talking to? My name is Carol, and I live in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Oh, beautiful. Hi, Carol. How, How are you doing? doing? Fine, honey. How are you? So far, so good. 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 Are you ready? I am ready. Since we just have a few minutes, let's just get right to it. Okay. Okay. Um, in this past lifetime, I believe you were a man, and. Um, you have kind of a cool circle with a dot in the middle of it, and unfortunately, the dot is war. Oh. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> so this is telling me that this man's life revolved around war. Probably um, someone in the military. Um, now let's see if we can figure out how fancy you are in the military. Um, um, okay, this man's lifetime, he looks at a military life like it's an honor. It's a gift. Very proud of it. Probably his father and his father and his father before him served some kind of a military life, mm-hmm. okay, in some capacity. Um, I'm thinking Great Britain, okay, British military, mm-hmm. um, Royal Navy or something along those lines. Um your home was always, um, and your wife traveled with you, was always um, away. So this is a military lifestyle. I mean, it makes sense. Traveling, traveling, probably like Africa and, you know, faraway places and so forth. Um, you've always had great comfort with it. You made okay money. Um, you were able to offer your children um, education because of the fact that, you know, you were in the royal military. Um, a daughter was your shining star. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that you had any sons. And just gave her the best life that you could give her, um, even though you probably were a little, huh, you know, that you didn't have boys, so you could pass on this whole military experience to them like you had in your lifetime. Um had a solid foundation spiritually, you know, you had religion in your life. Um, I don't see any negativity um, due to the fact that you were in the military. You were never wounded. You had a fabulous military career. Um, 
your um, your military. Um, oh, hang on a minute. Your death is a result of, a, of an accident that's outside of the circle. Uh, the time that when it happens, um, you're with your wife, and it's it's something. I'm going to say it's something ridiculous, you know, <laughs> where you boy you'd almost rather die in war. Uh huh. And. You maybe it's something like falling off a bar stool, something silly. Uh -huh. Yes, exactly. Like uh -huh. a horse tramples you, or something ridiculous. Uh -huh. You know, she made through all the bullets and arrows, but <laughs> well, that's the thing. I'm stool. thinking that the biggest thing, Carol, in this lifetime mm -hmm. was that bravery, honor, um, a pillar of the community. People looked up to you. Uh, you, your daughter, just was able to have this fabulous social life, and, I, and I'm really seeing Great Britain. Mm -hmm. And the fact, I really think it's the Royal Navy. Just a fabulous military career. I wish I was one that could do past lives and give a name because I think that you, would, if I could give you a name, I think you would find that you were somebody big and really famous. Oh, I like that. Oh, I really think so. I. Not that maybe you or I wouldn't know about it right now, but in the history books, you might be able to look up and find the name. Well, that sounds very interesting. I do Let me ask you a quick question, Carol. Sure. Why you're not speaking it? Do you are you drawn to the water areas now? Uh, yes, I am. Okay. And quite honestly, um, I have one daughter in this life, and I'm in law enforcement. And she's in school to become a police officer, so that's kind of military, isn't it? <laughs> and she is the light of my life. So there's there's definitely some correlations going on here. Oh, you finally get to have your legacy. <laughs> there, there it is. I, I have a question for you. Um, have you ever read anybody that this was their first life? Oh, um... Boy, I'll tell you what I have done. Um, with, the, with the stones like this, no, I don't think I have. Mm -hmm. But I'll tell you what I have done. Um, I've, read, I've been reading tarot cards for, I don't know, 10, 15 years, something, a very long time. And I think that I've come across people who I can actually look at them and say, this is your first time around. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Um, with the stones, I've only been reading the stones like this for about three years, maybe four. Okay? Mm -hmm. And... I, I really don't think that I've ever thrown them and not been able to say, oh, like, oh, well, there's nothing. <laughs> this is the first time. <laughs> I was just you think, Annette, that it could be that the fact that people who feel that they may have a past life are drawn to readings like this? Oh, sure. Compared to somebody that hasn't, mm -hmm. don't have no interest? Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. That and considering I'm, I'm considering I'm doing this in the time that I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. I'm not sure how many, not that there's a certain number. I, there's no such thing as a number of spirits out there that need, you know, the status quo or anything. But I think that we all are pretty, been around the block a few times, so to speak, okay. at this juncture in, uh, 
I don't know how to, how to you know, in the spiritual community. <laughs> I'm not sure how to, wow, that's, there's a deep subject. There, we could do a whole night on that one. Yeah, as to whether there's new spirit coming in and, you know, just, yeah. it's it's kind of interesting. And, and where would that come from? And, you know, it's it's just an odd thought that I had. How'd you hear about the show, Carol? Uh, I'm I'm on the Yahoo group, uh, Unexplained okay. World, okay. and I I met you a couple years ago at a restaurant on Archer Avenue. Okay. All right. For a haunted overnighter. Okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so. Remember that one well. Yeah, okay. It, that, it was an interesting night, I must say. Were you there for my uh, first circle of energy? Yes. No. Okay. I was there okay. for the second one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It was it was a quite an interesting evening, I must say, and I, and it was an experience, wasn't it? Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So anybody that has any questions about the circle of energy, there's a testimonial right there. So absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> it was a pleasure talking to both of you. Thank you. Good luck to you, and tell your daughter I said good luck on her all her testing and stuff. Okay, thank you. And be okay. safe. Okay, out good, there. Good night. Okay. Good night. Bye bye. That was nice. Oh, yeah. I'm wondering if that's why she might have been drawn to, uh, like, the Lake Geneva area, you know what I'm saying, Annette? Uh, up there in Wisconsin, you know, near right. the lake and all that, yeah. So I'd like to say uh, at this moment in time, we have only about three minutes left, yeah. that Friday, which is this coming Friday, which is also Friday the 13th, I'll be doing readings at um, Weathermark, and Michigan Avenue, it's a south of the loop, uh, from 7 till 2 in the morning. Me and about three other readers. It's a special event the place holds and brings me in. Um, I'll be doing palm reading. I'll be doing psychometry one-on-one. -on -one. And also, if you bring an item of a loved one who's passed away, I will attempt to try to conscious channel that with the energy from the item. But it has to be something, you know, don't bring me something that they had sitting on their fireplace for, you know, umpteen years. Bring me something like a watch, something that was part of them, that they, you know, that was close to them. Some people bring actually necklaces with crosses on them, whatever, uh, rosaries or whatever, something that the person handled a lot or was on their body. Uh, so, um, Annette, have you ever, I just got an email from, or uh, instant message, um, have you ever come across anybody that may have been, in their past life, a sensitive person or medium type of scenario? Oh, absolutely. Oh, sure. Yeah. Did they carry it over into this life? I, oh, I think I, it's highly likely. Yeah. Maybe even stronger. I've, uh, I've come maybe. Yeah, I've come Either across... Either that or they're in denial of it. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. like they, they had full exposure in a past life. They really you know, used it to their best advantage. But in this lifetime, have the gift, but deny it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So which is, it's, you know, kind of the, the the other side of the experience of having that gift. You know, so you're, that, that would be living, you know, both sides of the coin. Yeah. Well, I hope in the future, and you and I will have to sit down and talk about this, that we okay. could either come out to your location, have people come out to your area, bring you out to ours, um, you know, uh, before the the thing in October, because despite uh, the phone lines here, you know, I could tell that there's a definite 
deep interest in uh, what you do. And I think, yeah. And maybe even, you know, take appointments on a specific day. You know, they, we'll talk about it because there are people that are That's interested. a good idea. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And you do your thing, I do my thing. The nice thing about it, got you doing past life, and, uh, Deanne doing present, and me dealing with the dead. So uh, <laughs> we cover pretty much all the bases. And, right. uh, yeah. Um, our next show broadcast will be Sunday, April 22nd. Two weeks from this Sunday. Also, it's the night. It's the next day. The day before, we're going to be me and Deanne and a small group of people will be up at the historical home of Sen- Senator Humphrey, and the place is haunted. Matter of fact, it's, it has a tie into Batser's Grove. So, okay. So, listeners, thank you, Annette. Thank you, and that's about it. I'll give you a call tonight, okay? Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night. Hello listeners, welcome to another broadcast of The Unexplained World, where the line between the natural and the supernatural may become nothing more than fuzzy. I'm Edward Shanahan, your host, a spiritual observer, and psychic reader. Also joining me tonight and every broadcast are our co-hosts, who are part of the inner circle of The Unexplained World and Spirit Weavers. So stay tuned, feel free to call in, and enjoy. Thank you.